Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. And that being prepared is having information in your hands. So if you are the spouse who is not in charge of the money, now is the time when you go to your spouse and say, I'd like to start understanding more about our money. I'm concerned that if something were to happen to you, you were in a car accident, ended up in the hospital, God forbid you passed away. I want to be able to spend my time grieving you or caring for you in the hospital, not spend my time trying to scramble and figure out what's going on with the money. Hey, my name is Veronica Cisneros, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a mama of three girls, and married for 23 years. I am obsessed with helping you navigate through the seasons of marriage. 
helping couples like you break free from feeling like roommates. I will teach you the secrets to having a healthy marriage by providing tools and tips to help you reconnect in a way that you can't keep your hands off each other, where flirting and kissing is the norm in your household. Setting intentional time to date, get to know and support each other's dreams and goals so that you can grow together without keeping score or judging one another. Where you feel seen and heard even when you disagree. Where arguments end with mutual respect and understanding. Where you work together to build and strengthen your family so no one feels like they're carrying the weight of the family on their own. These are the necessary skills your children need for you to model so that they develop healthy relationships and thrive in life. This is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hey ladies, welcome to the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Cisneros. I'm going to tell you right now, grab a pen and paper because you are definitely going to want to take notes. Here's why. Today's guest has been investigating fraud for more than 25 years, but she didn't always want to be a forensic accountant. With the dream of one day being a prison warden, Tracy went to Marquette University in Milwaukee to get a criminology degree, a class on financial crime investigation, reminded her how much she loved Encyclopedia Brown books as a kid. She continued her criminology degree, but added accounting and economics courses so that she could sit for the CPA exam. And here Tracy is finding money in cases of corporate fraud, high net worth, divorce, and other financial shenanigans. So please help me by welcoming Tracy Conan. Hey, Tracy. Hey, Veronica. I want to give myself a round of applause and give you a round of applause for (laughs) doing that bio so perfectly. Thank you. So I'm super excited to have you on. You know, divorce is not a hot topic. It's not something any of us want to discuss, right? And at the same time, I think some of us take, you know, ignorance is bliss to a whole nother level. And when things happen, when we purposely ignore the red flags, when we purposely ignore certain signs, we end up being in a position where we might be compromised in one way or another, right? Well, so, you're right that divorce is not fun to talk about, right? It's no. not a happy topic. But I like to say that I am bringing the positive spin to it because in line with the um, the title of your podcast, I am helping to empower women in the process of divorce, all surrounding money and helping them really get their arms around what's been going on with the money so that they can get a really fair settlement, get a better settlement in the divorce. Yes. And that to me is happy to talk about. He- hell yeah. So tell me how, how exactly did you get into this field? Like what about it intrigued you the most? I have always been interested in the criminal justice system and in investigating and crime and punishment and all that kind of stuff. And so that's why I went to school to get a criminology degree. I thought that that was really something that spoke to me and I could see myself having a career in that field. And so I took that elective called financial crime investigation really just for fun, not thinking that there was a job there for me, but sure enough, there Mm -hmm. was a job there for me. Mm -hmm. So I went through a whole bunch more schooling and then became a traditional financial statement auditor for a couple of years, really learning how the accounting numbers work in the real world. 
And then I went into the specialty of forensic accounting and started doing these investigations. So where there's shenanigans with the money and people are moving money around, hiding money, stealing money. I get to dig into all the accounting and bank records and figure out the truth of what actually happened with that money. Can you give us a case in where, I mean, your heart went out to this woman and, you know, you wanted, obviously with every single one of your clients, I'm sure, you know, you want to definitely help them. You want to do everything. You want to do your due diligence. But can you give us a case where it's something that that is quite common, um, but most of us aren't prepared for? Ooh, that's a really good question. So when you say, can you give us a case about a woman? The first thing that popped into my mind was not a divorce case, because as as you mentioned in the intro, I do other kinds of cases as yeah. well. But so this is not a divorce case, but this one is really interesting and important. This was pretty early in my career. I started my business as a consultant to attorneys and their clients in mm-hmm. all sorts of you know lawsuits related to money. And this woman was an older woman. Her husband had died and they were a very traditional marriage. She was a stay-at-home mom their entire you know, their entire marriage, she had stayed at home. She had never even written a check. She knew nothing about their money. Her husband died unexpectedly and she was in retirement years and received, um, you know, a retirement account with money in it that should have kept her in a decent lifestyle for the rest of her life. It was enough for her to be comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And she got swindled out of that money by a family friend who convinced her to invest it in um, buying an apartment complex. And what he didn't tell her was that he put his name on the deed of the apartment complex. So he owned half of it with her, even though he put no money into it. And he was wasting the money that she had, taking money of hers just out of her account. And so I worked on that case to help prove that she was the only one who put money into this deal to prove what he did with all of her money. And we ended up getting her money back for her. Oh, goodness. And that was so gratifying. I mean, that Mm -hmm. case was life changing for her to get that money back for her, especially because she felt so ashamed. And I'm actually getting teary thinking about her because- She said, my husband died and left me financially secure and I lost all of this money. He never should have trusted me to touch this money. And Mm. that is so sad for her to have gone through that, but we got the money back for her. So, yeah, no, you know, this is like, you have me like right now, ah, fumbling over my words, but like this happens this totally happened. And without someone like you to be their advocate, to go ahead and fight and have that knowledge, to have her back and, and, you know, come clear on the other side. I mean, I'm wondering how many women get stuck in this position and this is not the case. You know, they are out of that money, whether it be through divorce, whether it be through losing, you know, their husband. Um, And so can you tell us What exactly, what exactly do we need to know, not necessarily to prepare for the worst, but I mean, one quote I always go to, and it's from the movie Incredibles, you know, Edna, Edna Mosley, she says, luck favors the prepared, you know, and it's, it is, it is so true. So what are some things we need to know just to be prepared, to be educated, whatever you want to fill in the blanks to really help us out? 
if you're married, even if you don't even have divorce on your radar, you think everything's going fine. It doesn't matter what state your marriage is in. It is about being informed about your finances. Mm -hmm. In many, many, many marriages, one spouse takes care of the finances, knows everything about it, and the other spouse knows nothing. In many cases, it is the husband who is still taking care of the money. Whether we want to admit it or not, the stats say that's just the way it is. There are so many women in marriages where they don't know what's going on with the money. And it's nothing to be ashamed of because it is very common and you trust your spouse. You trust him to take care of the money and to have your best interest at heart. But the problem that that creates is he's not accountable to anyone. You don't know where that money is. I mean, even just think about what if your husband died tomorrow unexpectedly? You might not know. What banks do we have accounts at? Do we have investments anywhere? Is the mortgage going to get paid on the first of the month or not? Where is that money going to come from? Do I need to transfer money somewhere? Just being on top of those things for that kind of reason. If there is an emergency, you need to be on top of it. So it is all absolutely, as you said, about being prepared. And that being prepared is having information in your hands. So if you are the spouse who is not in charge of the money, Now is the time when you go to your spouse and say, I'd like to start understanding more about our money. I'm concerned that if something were to happen to you, you were in a car accident, ended up in the hospital, God forbid you passed away. I want to be able to spend my time grieving you or caring for you in the hospital, Mm -hmm. not spend my time trying to scramble and figure out what's going on with the money. Absolutely. What would you say is one common mistake women make with, with not having this conversation? It's really, well, the mistake is just being too hands off, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You need to know how much money you have. You need to know what is that mortgage every month? How much is coming in every month? You need that basic awareness of what's going on. And I like to say the easiest way um, on an ongoing basis to have that information is to take five to 10 minutes every month and look at your bank accounts and credit card accounts and investment mm-hmm. accounts. Once you know where they are, You either get online access to them or you get paper statements and you just take a peek at them. It doesn't take a lot for you to scan one bank statement. Look at those transactions. You know your family. You Mm -hmm. know if money should have been spent at a hotel across town Mm -hmm. three weeks ago, right? Mm -hmm. Things Mm -hmm. I I hate to talk about kind of some of the worst situations like with affairs and stuff, but those statements will many times have clues to things that are going on that you need to know about. Absolutely. So with this, you know, one, one, one primary complaint that ends up coming up for women, I can even hear them saying it right now. Well, I'm not the financial breadwinner. I'm not the one that brings in the home or brings money into the home. And so, you know, I do trust that everything will be fine. And he manages the the bills. You know, I, I hear a lot of women say, you know, I struggle to find worth with being a stay at home mom, you know, but I love that you gave us that story, you know, that this woman had no idea. And for her, you know, bless her heart, for her to say, you know, he should have never trusted me with the money. It's like, oh, like my immediate reaction is, oh, dear, like, you know, I don't, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want anybody to think of themselves as less than, or I don't want them or as, you know, Mm -hmm. not being able to be trustworthy, you know, of, of this type of money. And so what are some key... What are some key indicators to look for um, when, let's say, you know, I'm looking at the bank statement, I'm looking at, you know, 
different accounts, what are some key things to look for? Are we looking for patterns? Are we looking for um, maybe things that are out of sorts? What if our partner doesn't want to share with us the passwords to, you know, all of the online, you know, or any online access, I should say. Let's work our way backwards. Let's start with that. If our partner doesn't want to share passwords Mm -hmm. with us or Mm -hmm. share the online access, if your name is on on an account, you have a right to have access to that account. You can call your bank and you can get a login of your own for that account. It's very rare that a bank would say, oh, there's only one login allowed to the account. If that's the case and you're calling them, say, can you reset that password, please? Mm-hmm. And then you have mm-hmm. the password. Absolutely. So absolutely. if for some reason the online banking isn't an option, for whatever reason, something goes sideways with that, if your name is on an account, you can walk into a bank branch with your identification and you can get copies of the account statements there. You can get access there. So if, as long as your name is on an account, you have legal access to it. Yes, ma'am. If your name is not on the account, it's a different story because you don't have legal access to that. And if your spouse doesn't want you to have access to it, Mm -hmm. what you would have to do is go through the legal process to get access. And that would be through the process of a divorce, your attorney can issue subpoenas to the bank, which will get you access to those records. So that is the last question you asked. Going before that, What do we look for if we were looking at bank accounts and credit card accounts? You're certainly going to look for charges that don't make any sense. Like I mentioned, the hotel or, you know, there might be, my husband would never go to that restaurant. What if your spouse, your partner um, isn't very technologically inclined, but you see a big charge at the Apple store or at Best Buy? I would be questioning what that's for. I tell people to look at how many paychecks were deposited into the bank account and what the amounts were. If you take the last year's worth of bank statements and count up how many paychecks were deposited into that, and if you know how many paychecks your spouse got, it's typically, for most people, 24 or 26. If you only saw 20 paychecks being deposited, you would know that some money has disappeared. Mm -hmm. And so I like to teach people really easy ways to look at their statements to find problems. Absolutely. It usually isn't complicated. Well, it's it's not. I think I think we have all of this buildup with regards to insecurities, you know, with handling money, you know, not being able to go ahead and log on to certain accounts, not having access or even asking for access. I, you know, I find that a lot of women struggle with, you know, feeling empowered to contact the bank and say, hey, you know what? I don't have login access. Can you go ahead and reset it? you know, so that I, I can go ahead and log in. I mean, although it sounds very, very easy building up, you know, maybe that self-esteem to go ahead and pick up the phone and make that call. Because like you mentioned, none of us are promised tomorrow. None of us are promised tomorrow. And with that being said, it is very important, you know, for us to, to at least have some form of knowledge, especially if we have kids, you know, and then it's not necessarily that, you know, you're looking, you're, we're not all looking for any form of deception. And this in so many ways is a form of protecting you as well as your children. You know, that is for sure. I do recommend to women who are stay at home moms who don't have incomes of their own, that if they can have a bank account of their own with money Mm -hmm. in it of their own, that that is really helpful. And I'm not necessarily talking about a secret account, 
Yeah. Um, I hope that you wouldn't have to have a secret account, although there are situations maybe where there is abuse involved and things like that, where it would mm -hmm. have to be secret. But if we're talking about the typical marriage, I would hope that you and your husband could have, you know, each separate money, you know, a certain amount of money each month that you get to spend as you choose, because I think it's important to be able to have some control over your own money to be able to set money aside for things that you think are important that you want to do for yourself, et cetera. Absolutely. What would you say is a common, um, a common problem clients run into prior to coming to you? When people are getting divorced and they're trying to sort out the money, the most common problem is where the heck do I start? Yes. Again, especially yes. if you haven't been involved in the money, mm -hmm. where do you start? And I know to some people, this might sound silly, but when I say to a client, you need to get all your bank statements, what sounds silly is the idea that that client might say, how do I do that? Yeah. But it is not silly at all. And mm -mm. it is very, very common that they don't know where to start. And so part of my work is educating my clients on where do you get these statements? How do you get them? You know, what do you do with them once you have them? Yeah. So that's a really common problem. Ladies, it's time for a masterclass and I want to personally invite you. This is a free class and I'm offering it live on four different days to accommodate everyone's schedule. I just didn't want anyone to miss out on this amazing class. Breakthrough connection and conversation blocks right now. You deserve the connection and conversation you dream of having in your marriage. I see a lot of women get stuck in this loophole of attempting to be everything to everyone and spin all of these plates. Most of them are left feeling resentful, overwhelmed, and frustrated. They know they want something better, but they just don't know how to get it or even what it is. So I'm hosting a masterclass for women just like you. In this masterclass, you'll learn how to feel understood by your husband, even in times of conflict. You'll learn how to set intentional time aside for each other. You'll also learn how to feel more connected than ever before and learn how to fall in love with your best friend all over again. Taking your relationship to the next level. Connection and healthy conversations are key to a successful marriage. Unfortunately, the longer couples wait to address their communication issues, the more resentment they feel toward each other. This puts the marriage at risk. You know you'd prefer not to spend the rest of your marriage feeling burnt out and overwhelmed. I hear you when you tell me I want to enjoy him and I'm tired of walking on eggshells. I just want to breathe and be excited again about my marriage. Join me to learn what it takes to build strength and grow a strong, healthy marriage. Ladies, it is time for you and I to meet so that you can take my free masterclass, Marriage Communication CPR. To sign up, go to veronicacisneros.org forward slash masterclass. Again, that's veronicacisneros.org forward slash masterclass. I can't wait to see you there. The other thing that I wanted to make sure I hit on is you mentioned um, financial infidelity. Tell me more yes. about that. Financial infidelity encompasses any lies that you tell your partner about the money. It could include, um, you know, lying about how much you make or where you're spending money. It mm -hmm. could be secret spending that you're doing, maybe spending outside of agreements that you have. 
couples typically have agreements that say we won't spend more than X dollars without talking about it. And so going against that agreement would be financial Mm -hmm. infidelity, hiding money. So think about anything that involves dishonesty with the money. And now, of course, I get asked, well, what about when um, I go and buy that pair of shoes that I don't really need and (laughs) I hide them in the back of the closet from my husband? Here's how I approach things like that. I love how mad that you would, bring this up. How mad would your husband be about that? So for my husband, he'd be like, oh gosh, you didn't need a pair of shoes. Like, mm-hmm. okay. So then, but he wouldn't get mad at me and it's it's not going to be a huge thing. But if you have a spouse who is really adamant that we be super open with all spending and you've agreed to do that with him, then hiding that pair of shoes is probably a problem in mm-hmm. your marriage. Okay. So that's a small expenditure. That that's how I sort of designate whether that's a big deal or not. When it gets to the bigger purchases that you're hiding, when it gets to you bought 10 pairs of shoes and hid them in the closet, definitely a problem. Absolutely. So if there is any form of financial infidelity, what do the listeners do? What can they do? It is really about protecting yourself. So again, I go back to getting information. Let's say you are in a position, you believe your husband is committing financial infidelity and you are contemplating divorce. You're on the road to divorce. You are early into divorce. You want to gather as much information as you can. And I always say that we want to do that in the dark of the night. So that means if there are financial documents in your house, tax returns, statements, insurance policies, anything of a financial nature, you want to get copies of those and put those copies in a safe place. Take those original documents, put them back exactly where you found them. If the documents are online because you're going into online banking, go ahead and download all the statements that you're able to get. Do it quietly, save them somewhere safe and protected like Google Drive or Dropbox, something like that where it's secured and it couldn't be deleted off a computer. So getting that information is really, really important because even though you will eventually get all that kind of information, if you do go down the path of divorce, your attorney can get all sorts of things with subpoenas. It's so much easier if you have that information right up front. Mm -hmm. And so gathering the statements and then starting to look through them and see what you notice. Is there proof there of financial infidelity? Again, you know your family spending patterns. You will have a pretty good idea. Or if you see something like, there was a $10,000 cash withdrawal from your bank account and mm-hmm. that money seemed to disappear into thin air. And you have no idea what that could have been spent on. Cause you know, you didn't put a down payment on a car. You know, you didn't put a down payment on the house. You know, you didn't open an investment account with it. You're pretty certain you don't know where that money went. You've got a problem. So I want you looking for things like that. Absolutely. So when do we know to contact you? Well, <laughs> that's a really great question. So, you know, you may have family or friends who are who you're confiding in about your situation, mm-hmm. about your potential or current divorce. And if you start talking about, I'm really concerned that there might be hidden money. I'm concerned that there might be secret spending. Someone might say to you, you need a forensic accountant, right? A forensic accountant is really an awesome resource in your divorce, but the drawback is that it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. And so I only do probably about three to four divorces a year as a consultant helping people. My time is limited. I had a lot of requests for help from people that I just couldn't help because I don't have enough time and resources. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I created the Divorce Money Guide. 
as a do-it-yourself tool for people. And guess what? 95% of people in divorce probably can't afford a forensic accountant and probably don't need one because it's not usually that complicated. These people who are hiding money from their spouses, in most of the cases, it's not really a complicated scheme that they use. They do it pretty openly, especially in the scenarios where their spouse isn't looking at the statements because they know they don't have to be tricky about it. Nobody's Mm -hmm. looking. Nobody's looking. So with the divorce money guide, I can walk you through the, what is the financial part of your divorce? What financial documents do you need? How do you get them? And what can you look for in them? And how do you put that all together? If you do have to go to court someday to prove that your spouse spent $25,000 of your family's money on an affair partner, how would you prove that to the court? Yep. So that's what I walk people through. Can you give us a success story from somebody who's used this guide and it has helped them? Oh, absolutely. Um, I've got someone who used it really early on when we were kind of in our beta testing. And so let me just tell you what the guide is. It is videos. It's an ebook, worksheets, checklist that walk you through it. Okay. So you go through. So this is like page. full on. This is like a it's, full on blueprint. It is full on. <laughs> I love it's, it. 10 steps, but be assured you don't actually have to do all the steps if you don't want to. And you can skip around steps. I know that that sounds crazy coming from an accountant saying you can you can do the steps <laughs> in a different order, but you can't. So in the beta testing phase, we had someone who went through the whole process and she already knew that her husband had been having affairs, but she went through mm-hmm. the process to um, you know, use the framework to go through her account statements and find those transactions and find that proof of specifically what was being spent on these affair partners. She found through going through the divorce money guide that he had liquidated money out of a retirement account that she didn't know about. And that's really important. She got a much better understanding of what was going on with their tax returns because tax returns are super, super scary because they're ugly forms. So they got pages. a lot of crap on them, too many mm-hmm. pages. But I break it down for you and show you exactly which lines you should look at and what you could learn from those lines. And so she went through all of that and was able to put together a list of transactions, total them all up to present to her attorney to say, can we get some of this money back? Now, fighting for that money and getting it back is not always easy, mm-hmm. but she had the information she knew. And she said knowing what happened was really um, helpful to her. Like she just needed to know how much is gone on these affairs. Mm-hmm. I think another thing, like just as you're describing this guide, another thing that comes up for me is the amount of confidence a woman would have being able to present all of this paperwork to an, her attorney, you know, so that whatever needs to be rectified her, whatever the process is going to look like, not only does she feel prepared, but she sort of feels armed, right? And I think that's one thing that often, that often, you know, troubles a lot of women is, you know, I, I can't tell you how many women that I've had here in my office that have ended up going through the divorce process and every single one of them has said, you know, Veronica, I just didn't even want anything. I just wanted to be done with it. I just wanted to be done with it. And you know, through us working together towards, you know, let's say after a couple sessions, they're like, well, shit, I didn't even want to deal with him anymore. I just gave him the house. I didn't even want to deal with it anymore. Oh. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't want to deal with, with it anymore. So I just wanted our kids. That's it. So I was willing to go ahead and give him anything because they were so, they were so overwhelmed. They were so 
frustrated. They felt so defeated already. So, you know, having this reminder that they never looked at their bank accounts, they never knew, you know, what accounts existed. It had become even more overwhelming. So in the end, they were struggling with this heightened level of depression because they felt completely defeated because they weren't armed with any of these tools. And so this is why I'm really glad someone someone such as yourself that takes a great deal of pride in her work is willing to go ahead and really help women out there with this blueprint and this knowledge to go in and feel empowered and and even fight what's right for what's rightfully theirs. I think that's so important. I'm so glad to hear that you're doing this. You hit the nail on the head about preparing for battle. The divorce can be a battle. And I've seen Mm -hmm. so many times these guys will use the kids as a bargaining chip and say, I'm going to take the kids away Mm -hmm. from you unless you walk Mm -hmm. away from the house and the retirement account. And what I have to say is the court system has major flaws, but it is there to protect you. A judge is not going to let him take the house and the retirement account and give you nothing. It is not going to happen, but you have to stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully I can empower women to stand up for themselves and fight. Because remember, the settlement you get in your divorce can have really long lasting impacts on you. Absolutely. It can, you know, it can be the difference between you being able to retire someday or not. Absolutely. You, you touched on something really great. You know, you talked about feelings of shame, betrayal, insecurity, overwhelm. These are so common, so common in divorce. Um, I actually have the five secret thieves of divorce that I talk about, and those are in there. Um, and, And we talk about overcoming them in my new book, kind of the, the book is kind of the intro to the divorce money guide. And it goes through the story of Jackie and her divorce and overcoming these secret thieves, because it is a huge problem. I love that. You know, um, I appreciate you sharing, you know, the outcome, the divorce decree ends up having long-term results. I can't tell you how many women, you know, have come into my office and their biggest struggle is, you know, birthdays coming up, you know, my kids' birthdays are coming up and I can't compete with, I can't compete with my husband, right. you know, here I am purchasing this item for my child. And meanwhile, Disney you know, dad. Bingo. My ex looks like Disney dad. And, you know, I bought them, you know, maybe a hamster. Meanwhile, he's buying them, you know, and their friends trips to Disneyland. And, you know, we're going out and it's all the, all of my friends going out and I got a limo and it's like, and here I am, you know, I have my love to offer, but feeling like that's not even enough. And it's because they were not armed with, you know, the confidence or the skill, you know, to pursue what is the word that I want to say? Fairness. I I hope the word you're looking for is fairness. And that's what this is all about. So, you know, when I'm posting on social media, talking about my work, talking about tips for women to hold their husbands Mm -hmm. financially accountable and things like that, I get some hate on the socials from guys saying, oh, women are just out to take all the money away from men. They're trying to steal from their exes and all this kind of stuff. It is not about that. Mm -mm. It is about being fair. And so what I was seeing over and over in cases is someone, a woman going to her divorce attorney saying, 
I'm worried about what's going on with the money. I don't know yeah. if he's hidden any money. I don't even know what's been going on with the money. I need to know what's going on. And the divorce attorney says, okay, you need to hire a forensic accountant. That's going to cost you ten or $15,000. And she says, well, gosh, I can't afford that. And the attorney will say, well, then I'm sorry. There's not really much we can do about this. You're going to get what you're going to get. And I said, absolutely not. I am not okay with that. I want to give a tool so that people can look into the numbers themselves. They don't have to be an accountant to be able to do this. I wanted to make it a way that you could walk through the steps really easily and get at least some level of comfort of what's been going on with the money. Mm -hmm. No, I love that. I love that. And I love that you mentioned the word fair. And the reason why is because the women that you and I are talking about right now, they're not out to go ahead and get them and, you know, I'm going to show him and I'm going to make him pay. No, these are women that are like, you know what? I'm just so fed up. I'm done with this process. I just want my kids. I just want my kids. And ultimately they get the short end of the stick and it's not fair, you know, and they end up spending less time with their kids because of the amount of work that they need to do in different areas. You know, when money was rightfully supposed to be given to them or shared with them, right. however you want to put it. And so I'm so glad that this is out there. I'm so glad that there's a guide. So how do we get this guide? So what you're going to do is go to the page that I have set up for your listeners on my website. So my website is fraudcoach.com because I am your fraud coach during your mm -hmm. divorce. And there's a landing page there for your listeners. It's fraudcoach.com forward slash E-A-U, like empowered and unapologetic. Mm -hmm. So fraudcoach.com slash E-A-U. And what you're going to see there is a little quiz that you can take if you are concerned about whether there might be financial fraud in your marriage. You're going to take about three minutes to answer the questions, and I'm going to tell you whether or not you need to be worried. You're going to see my new book there, Find yes. Me the Money, Take Control, Uncover the Truth, and win the money you deserve in your divorce. And you're going to see the divorce money guide there. I love it. I love it. How can we find you on social media? I am on Instagram and TikTok as divorce money guide. Nice. Thank you so very much for coming on and providing us with education. I know there's a lot, a lot women need to go ahead and think about definitely take her quiz. I'm going to tell you right now, do not get off this podcast episode without taking the quiz. And it's not, again, it's not that we're preparing you for, you know, doomsday. We're not. It is better for you to be educated and well-equipped with information instead of being surprised. You exactly. know, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a great surprise. I mean, you and I both have heard probably some horrible stories, yes. you know, that, you know, that women have had to endure. So again, thank you so much for coming on and providing us with this education and just the work that you do. I'm for those of you guys that are just listening right now, she literally lights up when she talks about her clients and just like lights up about the steps and the guide and definitely take this quiz. Don't miss out. Thank you again, Tracy. Thanks for having me. Let's be honest, we can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a guide just for you. Five things that are killing your marriage tips from a therapist. Find out if you are making these marriage mistakes. Ladies, this guide is 100% free. I will give you practical tips and easy to use strategies to apply right away. 
You all know I'm a huge advocate for couples. I am on a mission to help you and your partner experience stress-free living. With this free guide, we are setting our marriages up for success. But it starts with you. You will find this free guide here in the show notes or go to www.ronicasisneros.org. The information I will be providing you is next level. And people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire-Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope 
listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. I'm Madeline, and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober Podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking, and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober, and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host, and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety, and lots of how-tos for navigating all the things sober, from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories, and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.